giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. And welcome to episode 271 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Right. Today is Monday, June 4th, 2018, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. And you can participate in our live chat room where we'll try and pay attention to what you're saying and uh, answer your questions as we go along. But hey, we're back. Hey, this is we we did it. You know, it's been less than a month since we uh, last did a show, so that that's that's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, we might actually get back to our two week rotation at some point. Well, certainly when the when the pre patch arrives, there'll be there'll be probably a little bit more to talk about. Well, not that we can't talk about stuff that's going on in the beta, but I but like I said, we were talking a little bit before the show that none of us have really gotten that in. I mean, we're in the beta, but we're not really doing that much in it. None of us have been sort of motivated to get in there and log on and do that for whatever reason. At least compared to how I've played previous betas or, you know, I would level up to cap like three times and do all this stuff. This time I just kind of want to, I want to save something for the actual release. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the question is, are we saving too much for the actual release? I don't, I don't know. But, you know, that, that'll probably be good. Like, I'll probably have a uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if I had a more positive, um, I'll say outlook, but but probably feel better about the this expansion um, because I haven't spent as much time seeing everything ahead of time so that when it does go live, it'll probably feel a lot newer. Uh, things will feel fresh, and I'll probably enjoy it more than I would have otherwise if I had spent time playing around in the, in the beta. And in terms of class changes, there's not a lot of reason to level up if that's what you're interested in, because you don't get anything for leveling up. Like you're you're just losing things basically because you lose your legendaries, you lose your artifact weapon. Um, it's kind of weird. Like it's the kind of the first time where you've getting to max level. There's nothing at the end, you know. Right, everything you do is sort of sort of thrown thrown away here. And and joining us now, by the way, is the one and only Miss Foxy. Hey, Foxy, how are you? Hey, guys, how you doing? No, we're good. We're just we're we're we've just started here, so I take it you've woken up for your wonderful nap. <laughs> yes, it was wonderful, I must say. Naps are a good thing. Maybe maybe the best of things. I don't know. Well, the older you get, the more you appreciate naps. <laughs> so we were just talking a little about the beta and how little we've been playing. Um, maybe it's, it's probably a good way to start out the show always and just sort of talk about what have we been doing in-game. Like, Fox, have you, what have you been doing in, in World of Warcraft uh, since the last time we saw you the last few weeks? I have been leveling my Nightborn Hunter. Um, I'm not very active on my main. I do try to kill um argus every week but other than that i haven't done much yeah fair enough and things things have sort of been winding down and how about you bendek what have you been doing here oh just like the weekly raid and weekly 15 and trying to clean up a few things like a few toys i missed here or there and i thought about going for that field medic title because that's going away and then after like getting like the first quest out, I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I will probably never use the title anyway, because it's taking forever. Is it that bad? Well, yeah, it's like, because you need to get these quest items to drop from random mobs all throughout uh, Broken Isles, and they're all like a 1% drop, and you have to get like, I don't know, it was like a dozen of them or something. Yeah, I know I got some one-off stuff that I never deleted because it said it was a, when I looked it up on Wild, it said it was a quest item, but I never paid attention to it. It's probably something for that. Yeah, and if you have one of them picked up, you can't get other drops. So I was like that too. I had one of my bags forever. That's probably, I didn't see any. Just really? Play. Yeah. Oh, well, great. So I just, you know, screwed myself all together. <laughs> it's probably better if you join a group and you know, like a five-man group and just to kill more things, but I don't know. 
I don't think I'd use the title anyway. But I just like getting stuff that's going to go away for good. Yeah, I say that more than anything is probably the motivating factor, right? You know, I hate it when they uh, take stuff take stuff away like that, which which they they typically do. Um, yeah. I mean, as for myself, I'm actually starting to get back into it a little bit more. I sort of really took a, a, a bit of a hiatus from from doing much. So I haven't really even rated much of uh, Antorus, but now I'm going to get in with another group with some folks here that reached out to me and just kind of at least get that cleared uh, in, in heroic minimum before the, the expansion comes out. So I'm getting ready to start doing that probably next week. And then other than that, I mean, getting caught up on the, on the reputation, right. On the, on the Argus reputation to unlock the two, um, the Nightborn and, and the other one, the Lightforged, uh, Dray and I, that's the, those are the two, I guess. Yep. I think it's the dark moon fair right now. So you get some extra rep. Just go take a ride on the carousel and get 10% more. Yeah. You know, I may have to go try to do that then because it is a grind. I mean, I'm getting close. I'm, I'm deep into revered with uh, one of the reps and then a little bit into the, with the, the Argus, um, the Argusian reach or whatever it's called. I'm not even having, that's how much little I've been playing that I can't even just name the, the, the reps off the top of my head. Like I, I should be able to do, but I'm, I'm, I'm into revered with, with both of those. So it shouldn't be too much longer, but I've been mostly focusing on those world quests every day. Just, banging those out yeah so speaking of things that are going away um has everyone done their mage tower challenges no because i'm a terrible person you did it for survival too jeez oh wow no i I haven't done mine and i keep forgetting to check you know each week whether it's up or down or, or you know yeah it's up right now but um yeah that's i think the of the um appearances of of your weapon transmogs i think that one's the only one that's going away permanently because they said the mythic plus 15 one is actually staying that's what i had heard too but you said the mage tower is up right now it is up right now so all right well on that note you have been listening to episode 271 (laughs) you guys making me feel so bad that i haven't done it Oh, I haven't either. I know. And I feel bad about it, too. And there's no no excuse for it now. Well, I mean, I guess should we talk about the big news then where uh, they hinted at when the pre-patch is dropping? Because that's when everything's going away. Yeah. Like, is it July? It's a, it's a July date, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we have a note in here, I guess, that Blizzard announced that they are removing 32-bit support from WoW in 8.0. And then they said they recommend updating to the 64-bit version of the game before July 1st, 2018 to ensure your World of Warcraft game experience is unaffected. So that kind of inferring that maybe Tuesday, July 3rd would be the date or or the earliest, I guess it could possibly be. I can't imagine they would would, um, throw it out there right before the holiday, but who knows. I guess I have to go and try and do this then. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. I forgot about the holiday. Um, so maybe it would be the week after. Yeah, that would be my guess that you know, July 10th would probably be a better better date um, for them to, to throw that out there. Although it hasn't even gone up on the, on the PTR. Yeah, but any day now, really. <laughs> Although it's not going to need a long lead time, I wouldn't think, on, on the PTR given that it's kind of out there in beta and they've got a lot of people in the beta, I believe. So, Yeah, most of the PTR stuff has already been tested or at least some of it has been. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Mage Tower Challenge guides are on Wowhead. Um, are those still accurate? There's no changes, right? No, they're still accurate. Yeah. I, uh, I did the BM one and I think Delirium did the marksmanship one yeah i believe so i have no idea there was a guy in my guild that did a bm1 or marksman one i think it was i can't remember but he did a very good job on it in the guild i was in before Mm -hmm. yeah marksman is the twins bm is uh is interrupt central and uh i don't even know what the survival one is which one's the survival one uh it's the one where you fight that the mage um it's in Maligos's room. Mm. I don't even know how to 
how to survival. Like, so I would just not get that one anyway. Well, I mean, honestly, with, with your gear, it's like you just completely overpower it anyway. Well, that was my question too, right? Gear and no AP in the weapon. <laughs> well, just go do one world quest and your survival weapon will have enough AP for it. Oh. Yeah, I think. The, yeah, I was trying to think what it was tuned for, right? What gear level? Um, well, people were doing it around nine ten ish. Like, um, you could it was doable at nine oh five. Uh, nine ten was, uh, you know, preferred, and people were saying like nine twenty, and it should be fairly easy. Um, so we're at what nine forty, nine fifty. Yeah, it's 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 a lot easier now. Just just because you go through it so much quicker and there's less chances to make mistakes and you probably have the legendaries that you need to um mainly pride as yeah <laughs> uh healing uh the healing legs for bm too yeah. oh right yeah i have all the legendaries so that wouldn't be an issue yeah that, that's usually the that was actually one of the bigger limiters um back at like 905 910 if you didn't have the right legendaries it was uh quite a challenge but now that legendaries are a thousand and you have the trink the raid trinkets too um it's it's usually pretty pretty easy although i still can't get i'm i'm i got the twins down to like five percent and then i i i failed something and i was just like ah you know what i give up for tonight yeah and i think after this like i think it only comes up what like once a week or even less once every like eight or nine days, I forget what it was, but there might only be like four more chances to get get it, you know. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I mean, it's got to be really down to the wire here at this point. Yeah. So that and um, I think balance of power that quest line's going away. So I think you have to have it started. Is that true? I'm not sure about that one. Which one is the balance of power? That's the raid one where you have to do things in normals. Um, like the early raids. Yeah. You have to, I think, kill all the bosses in um, Emerald Nightmare uh, once through and then like two more bosses on top of that. I think it's the 20, that's the start of it, 20, um, I forget what the item is, but um, you get like one one to four per boss. Yeah, if you were raiding during Nighthold, you probably have it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It sounds like that's something I would have had. I, I know the one that I don't think I ever quite finished was the, uh, when I finished the raid, was that, that Trial of Valor or that, that one where there was some items you needed to collect from somewhere, and I don't think I ever collected all of those. I don't remember what it was for. Oh, that's for armor set. I think it was an armor set, right? <clears throat> Yeah, so I think I think um at least you need to start started. I'm not sure if it the quest line goes away uh with with the new 8.0, but the, you know, 8.0 is going to just be the big do or die date. Any other recommendations in terms of uh things to do before the big day? Well, I, there's always that what ahead of the curve achievement, right? Don't you get an amount for clearing the heroic raid? So if you haven't done that, probably want to do that before that goes away too. Yeah, and there is um, some groups that do those runs for free. If you don't have the gold to buy one, um, you just have to kind of sign up and hope your name is drawn, but they get through a lot of people. I think the groups are called uh, Perky Pugs and friendship burb like b-i-r-b so if you search those you should find them like one's horde and one's alliance those are great names but beyond that like that's that's probably the the, the one good thing that's always, it's always good to get the mounts and things like that so so th that'll be next up on my radar and then aren't we getting some more I think they announced too, this is not specifically hunter related, although you can never have enough hunters. And I think they also mentioned that we're going to get some more character slots too. Um, I don't know if it's going to be when Edo goes live or just when the expansion parts of it release, but I think to account for some of the other races that are, are coming with 
I get so frustrated when they start offering more character slots or more this or more that and still won't give us more pet slots or some type of transmog system like to manage all of the pets and stuff we want to tame. I know. They've been every expansion they say, oh, it's on our radar. We'll get to it. We're trying to think of a good solution. I got a solution. Just add another page of pet slots. Right. I don't yeah. understand how hard it is. Like make make it cost ten thousand gold. I don't care. Hundred thousand gold, I'll pay it. Yeah, I'd probably be willing to pay, you know, uh a hundred thousand for another page. I mean, even if that's not the, what they want to do, or I mean, that's not their long-term solution. I mean, at some point, you know, you can't let the pursuit of perfection impede progress here. And so, <laughs> you know, they introduce new pets every expansion, and this one's no exception. We're going to be talking about some of those in just a minute. Um, and so, I'm I'm surprised that they haven't done anything uh, for, to address that. I I would have figured it was going to be coming at some point here, but given where we are, um, doesn't look like it. Doesn't mean it, they can't do it in another patch or something, you know, after Battle for Azeroth goes live, but uh, I would have thought that would have been part of the Hunter changes uh, coming in this expansion. I mean, what did they do? Did we get another, isn't it engineering, like another portable stable coming with the, from the engineering? Yep, engineers have a portable stable master. So it's not like, you know, the pet stable wasn't on their minds <laughs> for this expansion. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of neat pets coming too. So once again, I have to clean out something. I don't know what though, because I, almost half of my slots are freaking spirit beasts. Yeah, that's what the whole problem is and just remember how hard it was to get some of those so there's no way i'm deleting it to make space for something new i mean there are a lot of spirit beasts there's a lot of just rare pets in general that you wouldn't want to go get rid of you know or at least you know and, and even some of them aren't necessarily hard but they're they're kind of tedious that you know some of the rain right. and things right. that you know just takes time to go do and you know why would you want to redo that I'm not sure why they hate us so much, guys. What is, who who messed with the developers when it came to hunters? Like, who made them mad? Well, why don't we jump down to that? Because there's some barksmanship stuff they're talking about. But but since we're talking, since we're on the 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 topic of pets, why don't we talk about some of these the changes that are coming so people can kind of understand why it is that we would want more pet slots? It's not just because right. you know because we're greedy although that's part of it but you know there's some cool stuff coming in that's going to make it very hard to do so i know bendek you've been looking at this a little bit did you write a guide i think uh, you were saying for for wowhead or something yeah i have a post on my site and then there's an even bigger guide coming to wowhead soon tm probably sometime around the pre-patch it'll go live but yeah, there's a lot of pet stuff, this expansion. Um, I don't even know where to start, but I guess the big change, which we, we have mentioned before, but all the every pet family has a set specialization now. So And it can't be changed, right? So so you when you get a pet, it's either gonna be ferocity, tenacity, or cunning. And that's what it is. <laughs> right. But all three do the same damage and have the same health and armor, so they're differentiated by their uh, spec abilities. Yeah, and I think that's where some of the confusion was, right? Because you think of the like a tenacity pet, for example, I um, mean, it's designed to be, I don't know, hardier, like take it, take it, take a beating. Yet, you know, so it just seems weird. Like, how is that not going to be desirable to have a tenacity pet um, if it's going to be doing the same damage? as pets that would be presumably squishier right well the new passives that each spec get are actually pretty good like ferocity every ferocity pet gets bloodlust and they also get 10 percent leech for the pet and you um and bm has a talent that makes it 15 percent, and this is surprisingly good for 
soloing and whatnot. Like it's ferocity pets are better at soloing than tenacity pets because they just keep themselves healed. Wait, so what was that tier five uh, armor set? Was that fifteen percent um, bleach essentially? Yeah, I remember that. It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this brings it back. If 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 I'm not mistaken, fifteen percent is in line with what it used to be with that tier five, um, to, uh, you know, two set, right? Yeah. Well, it's just the pet damage gets leached to itself, and your damage, like from oh. Shot, is leached to you, basically. Okay, that's still. I think that's still in on on par with old tier five. Yeah, it's really nice. Like if you pull a bunch of mobs, like you're beast cleaving them all, and like your pets just healing up. Like it doesn't matter; they just keep taking damage. They just heal themselves up. That's awesome, especially with leveling. Yeah, just misdirect and put everything on your pet. You know what? That'll be good for like soloing bosses and raids and things like that too, if that would be your preference. Are you saying it's going to be automatic if there's no focus set? It usually is, isn't it, already? Misdirecting things like that? Sorry, what was that about misdirect? It's automatic. Are you are you speaking that it's going to be um, automatic in the new expansion, or are you speaking on something else? No, I was just saying, you know, just use when you're leveling, you can use misdirect and just like pull everything inside oh, yeah. and your pet will survive. <laughs> Which is nice. It kind of was like that at some points in time. And I think it was a little harder to do. Um, certainly at the beginning of Legion, that was not something you could easily do. Yeah. And so ferocity is really good for soloing or if your group needs bloodlust and tenacity is actually probably going to be like the best rating pet because it just increases not just your pet survivability, but yours too. Because that'll be pet, awesome for progression. Yeah, you and your pet get eight percent more health, and it gives you an extra cooldown button that reduces damage taken by twenty percent, which is nice. Yeah, and that's on a uh, three-minute cooldown that that ability. But that's it's always nice to get a defensive ability, as you say, to Foxy, especially when you're doing progression and you you're dying a lot and you're wiping a lot. This just helps. And the healers aren't quite, you know, used to keeping everyone alive or able to quite do it, you know, waiting to get some more gear and things that this is just just always a good thing to have when you're raiding. Well, I, I'd like to add one one more thing to that, too, is um, the uh, the change to tanking in uh, in BFA. I don't know if you guys heard about the threat cha threat changes. Um, they're going to be around four times the, the tanks are going to generate about four times more threat than the than the DPS it used to be about 20 or 10 or 20% or times here in uh, BFA or in Legion. I'm sorry. Um, and that's a serious change. Uh, and, you know, the ads and stuff like that, we're going to have to start misdirecting again. Um, we're going to have yeah, to. Yeah, you're going to put misdirect back on your bar. You it never left, friend. It never left. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a some you have serious to dust changes. it off anyway. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of extra tenacity um, or extra, you know, uh, damage reduction health uh, is going to help a lot when surviving a hit from ads or something like that. Yeah, and Fane Death is going to get a lot more used to, I think, with the change, the threat change. It will just be to reduce your repair bills. Anyway, back to the pets. Uh, so Cunning... Um, they get Master's Call, which we all know is, it was just gone for Legion. Unless you're playing PvP with Survival, then there's a Talon. But, uh, and then they also get Pathfinding, which increases movement speed by 8%. So it's basically which, PvP pet. Yeah, as I say, that could be the, 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 the pet movement could be situationally useful, but not probably not something that you need to rely on a whole lot. Yeah, it's movement for the hunter too. Um, I mean, there's probably some raid encounters too. Like if you don't need the damage reductions and stuff from tenacity, and it's a high movement fight, you probably want that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like I said that. So there may there may very well be situations where where you you want that and could use that. 
So a couple other changes too. All the specs now have growl and dash plus a basic attack. And then this is a, a sort of a nice little quality of life change. When you enter a dungeon, growl's auto cast is automatically turned off to avoid pulling aggro from the tank. But Yay. You, can, you can turn it back on if you want to troll your tanks, I guess. <laughs> and then, but when you leave the dungeon, it gets flipped back on automatically, which is which is really nice. Uh, that that's that a, is the most that outside of pet slots, that's amazing. Yeah, it's that's a really nice change. I mean, I have a weak order that tells me when growls on, and I still screw up sometimes. <laughs> Here's a question: Do you think that they're going to turn uh, growl back on for um, raid bosses at all, or do you think that's going to be still permanently gone? Um, I doubt it. Who knows, though? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be just a blanket thing where you just have the option of turning it back on when you zone in. It's just going to be, you know. Try to tell if you're in an instance or not. Oh well, no, I was thinking because um, right now, uh, growl doesn't work on raid bosses, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's a bit of a problem when we're trying to four man Emerald Nightmare. <laughs> so <laughs> that's about it, though. So another change is avoidance, which is a passive that all pets have. That basically what it does, if you don't know, is it just reduces area of effect damage your pet takes, so that your pet can stand in the fire and not die. But they added another little thing to it so that it reduces the aggro range of your pet. So all those moments where you're trying to sneak by some ads in a dungeon and your pet pulls them, this should probably reduce that from happening. Oh, good. I can remove the wide load sign from the back of my hunter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mythic pluses, man. I have to like dismiss my pet after every pull. Otherwise... Uh... People get pissed when I want to just bring a very large pet just so it seems more realistic of what's happening. <laughs> and let's see, each pet will also have at least one special ability. There are six major ability categories distributed among the pet family. So each specialization has at least one pet option for each of these abilities. And then all the exotic families will have at least two special abilities and passives. Yeah, so this is, they recently just finally got this worked out because for a long time, there's a lot of pets that had nothing, or there's a lot of exotics that only had one ability, and now it's all kind of evened out, which is nice. So I think the the, the six major abilities are, there's like the shell shield, which is like the turtle ability, and there's another damage reduction ability that gives you a little more damage reduction. Um, but as a longer cooldown, and then there's the one that gives your pet dodge chance, which I guess is just another damage reduction. Then there's the fifty percent snare. Then there's the mortal wounds, and what did I forget? Oh, I think that's all of them, right? Is slow fall the? Is that only special? That's an exotic ability. Okay. But actually, um, feather mains get it too, even though they're not exotic. Wait, feather manes aren't exotic? No. Oh. Is that a new change or has that always been that way? It's always been like that. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I was just never thought of it. Well, then again, I haven't pulled out a pet on my marksman hunter in forever, so and I don't play survival, so <laughs> So you played did you play Marksman in Beta Bendak? Uh yeah, a little bit. We played. Did you try with a pet? Yeah. How how that deal versus not? Uh well, right now, I mean, the pets for single target, the pet does more damage than lone wolf. Oh. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's nice to have the utility too, because if you get rid of the pet, then you don't have like that extra health, the that leech or whatever, you know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, the the passives are gone if you take away the pet. Those um, either the eight percent health for tenacity or the ten percent leech. Oh, and the other the other sorry the other pet ability that I forgot was the tranquilize slash purge, which is a really cool. big one actually. That's yeah. new. The offensive uh, ma uh, magic purge. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So that's basically, for a while in beta, we had Tranquilizing Shot, and then they took it away. But now some pets can have it. Do we know which, how many pets have that? Or 
is it limited to like a specific family i guess yeah there's a, quite a few families that have it one of them is spirit beasts hey they're gonna make us uh or they're gonna have us take out our spirit beasts might be actually good spirit beasts are really good right now like they got i i doubt this will stay for when it goes live but right now spirit mend is really good it heals you for like 45 percent of your health Whew. wow that'll be really yeah. good for uh yeah soloing <laughs> for boss soloing yeah, it's like the initial heal is about 20%, and then the rest is the heal over time. So, yeah, there's like bats, cranes, moths, netherrays, spirit beasts, spore bats, stags, and water striders all have tranquilize. And of course, for all that we're gaining, we are going to lose our, our battle res um, ability. So, that's going to be gone from all, all the hunter, hunter pets. Yeah, and some people might say, well, we just lost a bunch of utility there, but. Honestly, one class having Bloodlust and Battle Res, and now Misdirect is going to play a much more important role too. So I think we're okay for utility. I think that's fine too. And, you know, I always felt like the pet Battle Res was always a little bit awkward anyway. I mean, I think they kind of improved it enough so that it was, wasn't really a big issue this time around, but initially it was problematic with pet range at one point in time. So I, I, I never liked to have to use it. Yeah, me neither, because it res to your pet's location. So it's like, why did you res me in the fire? <laughs> That's because where the you asked standing. me to. That's the answer. <laughs> and then in addition to that, Heart of the Phoenix, Last Stand, Roar, Sacrifice, and some of these other passives, are, they've also been removed. Although it's noted here that the Quillen actually still have the Heart of the Phoenix. I wonder if they're going to keep that or if they'll... Yeah, it's their exotic or just good. It's their unique exotic ability, yep. So that's kind of a neat thing, too. If you, I don't know, to cool and are also tenacity, so they're also good raiding pets, and then you have instant res on them. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they've done a pretty good job with the pets uh, for this expansion. Um, it looks like we'll have some. We're not. I don't feel like we're. They're. They're. They're certainly not useless, right? Or you know, or, or generic, and they're not so specialized that I feel like I'm going to be locked into perhaps you know a single pet all the time. So you know, just might have some. Uh, you know, might end up choosing pets for a, a number of reasons depending on the situation. Yeah, you probably have a different pet that you use out in the world. One for raiding, maybe one for dungeons. PvP, etc. And there's multiple choices in all like those categories because the way they distributed the abilities. And there's the new families, which I think we mentioned before, right? Uh somewhat. Although I think some of these are weren't were were kind of uh, weren't fleshed out. Tentative, yeah. We were we're hoping. I guess we're we're hopeful that they'd become. Uh, pet families, but they hadn't really been announced. Like the, the Pterodax, for example, which it looks like it's an exotic pet family, uh, a cunning pet. Um, we were hoping for those, but I don't believe um, this is the first time we've talked about them being an actual pet family at this point. Yeah, so those are pretty neat. Yeah, um, I mean, so their ability is what Ancient Hide, which is a 60% damage reduction, and Updraft, which is a slow fall. Yeah, you can tame like the old style pterodaxes from like Ungoro Crater or like the new ones um, from Zandalar and places like that. The new ones, the the old ones like hover all the time and the new ones fight on the ground. So that's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Not that I have room for them, but <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, you have another one here, the the Krolusk, which I guess I'd have to look that up to see what it actually looks like. Um, not really sure what they are, but they're a tenacity pet, and they have Bulwark, which is a 50% damage reduction, and then Calcified Carapace, which is a extra physical damage reduction, but I'm not really sure what they look like. They yeah. sound like a bug of some kind. I don't know. Have you guys seen what the pet looks like? Or yeah, like trilobites. Um... Hang on a sec. Yeah, let me see if I can pull uh, an overlay here. Oh, wait, I turned that off. Crap. 
put a link in the chat there so you can see them. Just scroll down a bit. And while you're doing that, uh, toads will now be tameable and they're going to be a tenacity pet. And they've got a special ability, a swarm of flies, which is a 30% dodge chance. And it looks like you'll be able to get the old ones from Mop as well as uh, new ones coming in, in, in BFA. Yeah, the toads are neat, like especially the new ones, because like their animation, like they don't, like they just hop. That's all they do is hop. It looks really funny. They don't have any walking animations or anything. They just hop fast or hop slow. <laughs> is that the same one as, uh, or the same model as the new mount? Yes. Awesome. Um, I haven't tamed one yet, but I've seen on the, in the Wowhead database that there is at least a couple that are marked tameable. And then there is the lizard family, which is also tenacity, and their ability is grievous bite, which is mortal wounds. And then it says here includes the new sorrelisks and saber tusks, which is Handelari druid cat form, as well as uh, that the dimetrodons, which I believe those are also from Angora. We've wanted those for a long time. At least I have. I was kind of like yeah. those. And they updated the models on those too. Yeah, it's like, what's with all, like, this uh, Sandalari Druid cat form? We can tame Druids now? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I wonder if that's a mistake. <laughs> I don't know. It's I think uh, they're trolling us, because if that's true. But they also added uh, the Sandalari Druid bear form to another family. The Ankylodons. They're in the Scalehide family. Oh. Oh, wow. I, oh, I missed this part of our... Uh notes here and bumblebees to the wasp family oh man those bumblebees are awesome yep and you can tame unicorns too <laughs> hot damn yeah are they what family were they i was trying to see what, what they were stags stags that's right mm -hmm. so that uh that bat that pet mount uh uh and non-combat pet uh you know synergy that's going to be way in force yeah, I can't wait to have my bee mount and then have bee pets. <laughs> with your uh with your uh double bee pet with the what is what's it called? Um what's that new talent called? Replaces Hottie. Companion. Oh okay. Yeah. Is that fully uh, fleshed out yet? Um, not fully. It, mm. I mean it works, but the pet is let's just say it's missing some features. Like uh doesn't kill command yet it doesn't dash yet mm. doesn't have avoidance so it kind of like just dies instantly in dungeons and raids well but i'm sure it'll fix it i would hope so <laughs> and then we had a couple other notes on pets where you, you, you had talked about spirit beasts before um bendek how they're 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 looking pretty good but you also have a note here for cleft hoofs and core hounds is possibly being good for soloing as well yeah, because they're both ferocity pets and they both have damage reduction cooldowns. And Cleft Hoofs, their exotic uh, passive gives them 10% more armor and they get 20% additional healing taken. And Corehounds have their Molten Hide, which is like a Thorns ability. And it actually, like, it doesn't do a lot of damage, but it's actually noticeable damage now. So if you have, if you're have a, doing some AoE pull or something, you know, it might do like five to ten percent of your damage for it, which is pretty neat. Well, thorns might also come in handy for um for aggro, because uh, if if aggro is being reduced as much as they say it is, uh, you may have trouble keeping up um aggro on your pet. That might be an issue again. I don't know um how long. I don't think is... BM BM will have issues with that. Okay, well, because, because I guess the... kill command does a lot of. Well, that plus the even for AOE. Mm -hmm. We talked about last time the auto attack damage has gone up for everyone. Oh, so that gets beast cleaved, right? And plus, their basic attack damage is also up. So, BM pets do not have trouble holding aggro from the hunter. Well, that's good. <laughs> but for the other specs, yeah, definitely you're gonna have to misdirect a lot, or just for growl for single targets, fine too. And then the last pet of note here are the Silithids, which I guess have a thirty have thirty percent more movement speed than any other pet, 
plus cunning spec for even more speed. And then you were mentioning how the movement speed is important for fights with a lot of movement and target swapping. And they have a snare ability for PvP. So maybe you'll see a lot of silithids in PvP with hunters. Yeah, and they're they're exotic too, just to note, but oh, that's uh, yeah. But yeah, they're they're fast. Because <laughs> with uh, the cunning and the their other thirty percent, like if you take that BM talent um, aspect of the beast, they like get forty two percent more movement speed in total. Plus, everyone gets or all the pets get dash too, right? So <laughs> yeah, just the silithid <laughs> coming right up on you. Well, those are all the hunter pets uh, changes that we've got going on right now for, for Battle of Azeroth. There was a blue post, and it wasn't that long ago. I think they, it was came out right at the end of May uh, where someone was questioning, had some talk, talking about marksmanship. And um, basically it sounds like they're, they're, they're not, not quite done with this particular spec. And this is what the, the devs had to say about that. They were talking about Lone Wolf's damage um, at 10% may not be the final number. And the guy was saying he changed it from 18% to 10% a while back. So it being at 18% and such a big DPS swing between pet and no pet would stop dominating the conversation about Lone Wolf. And he said tuning will happen. So, in fact, you were talking about that um, earlier, Bendak, where you, where you noticed on the beta, at least where it is now, what it's about... 50-50, I mean, between having a pet and not having a pet, although, you know, with the, with the buffs and things that you get from the pet, that, you know, maybe playing marksman with a pet is worthwhile, but if they up the damage alone, Wolf, that may no longer be the case. Yeah, I, it's kind of a, balancing this is kind of weird because I think, like, you think they're going to balance Lone Wolf so that it, it does more damage than no pet, right? Or a pet, but then you also have to factor in losing those passives. So if I were someone who's only going to play marksmanship, I would kind of want, I would kind of want the pet damage to be competitive because you don't, you don't have to worry about giving up those passives, you know? I mean, what do you play mostly Foxy? Do you play beast mastery or marksmanship? Or have you thought about what you're going to want to play in BFA? Well, I've recently started playing BM. Just for the simple fact of gear reasons, when I was progressing, it just, the gear just wasn't there for MM for me. So, but I really want to play Marksman and be uh, BFA. I hope they tune it or fix it to where it's not too different to play, yet, you know, still offers some type of challenge because it's, if you know, like BM is a pretty easy rotation. And I want to, I want to feel like I'm being challenged at some point in the game. Right, and would you prefer to play though with a pet or without a pet for marksmanship, or do you not care? <laughs> I'm not sure if I. I think it's like fifty-fifty because I do love my pets. However, I did okay without it when I was, you know, MM. So it's kind of in the middle of that. Yeah, I think when they're going to tune it, like they kind of have to tune it to do more damage, or else why would you ever take lone wolf like why is it even an option at that point but then if it does more damage then it automatically becomes the only choice at least you know community perception and more damage over everything right yeah i guess the only way they could the only way this would actually work out as a tuned um option would be if they made the pets do a particular percentage a set percentage of your damage and then uh, made Lone Wolf obviously make that up. So like if your pets did 20% of your damage in MM, make it exactly 20% always or something something weird like that. Yeah, but then you give up the pet passives mm -hmm. if you could go Lone Wolf. So what's the benefit of Lone Wolf, right? Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, I guess if there's any like fast or a lot of target switching fights or something like that, you could maybe argue. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think... Hey, but like Imperator says, I'm going to play whichever spec does the most damage, unless it's survival. <laughs> unless it's survival. And then, I mean, for AoE, obviously, Lone Wolf's going to be better because your marksmanship pet can't AoE. So, but I, 
I, one idea I've seen kicked around is it'd be neat if like when you've got lone wolf, like maybe you got like a small version of each of the three pet passives. Like maybe you got like 3% leech, 4% movement speed and like 4% health or something, you know, just like a little bit of each one on top of the damage replacement. Yeah, I think there has to be some sort of trade-off here for sure, right? Otherwise, you would just have to consider making Lone Wolf be like the signature, you know, thing for 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 the marksmanship spec, where they just wouldn't be able to use a pet at all. But then, if you were to give them like all the abilities and things of of a pet, right? Then you know, it calls into question: is it is it you know you have all the the benefits of the pet without all the downsides of of having a pet? And is that you know? make marksmanship too powerful they don't have to worry about pet pathing and in, in, in anything you know anything negative you you can think about about a pet you know you wouldn't have to worry about that do you think they would go back to that um that uh oh actually i'm sorry i so wait wait so lone wolf right now um if you have your pet out it automatically unsets it and then if you it's built into the class right yeah it's not a talent so if you don't have a pet summon you just do 10 percent more damage i think i like that so you have the choice to basically do it per fight without changing your talents yeah i, I like that i don't like it being a talent either because then it just mm -hmm. like took over that whole talent row but I, I think it's a weird thing to balance now with these new passives that pets give you like, so they give it one wolf more damage, then I guess that's the end of it, right? Because <laughs> who's not going to want to do more damage? Yeah. I guess it depends how much more damage, right? Like, maybe you'll trade off a couple of percent damage for extra health. I don't know, for progression or something, right? Yeah. I guess I, I, I do like it being such a, um, uh, such an easy ch uh, way to choose. You don't have to, you know, use a book you don't have to you just dismiss your pet if you uh so wait so if your pet dies does you does lone wolf come into play automatically i haven't tested that but another thing i want to mention is um they definitely want to they don't want you like summoning a pet popping bloodlust and dismissing it well you, you could but uh lone wolf takes um i forget the timing but it's something like a minute to ramp up to the full 10 percent or maybe it's like 40 seconds or something. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it starts at 1%, then like every five seconds it adds another percent until it gets oh. to 10. Okay. So that's their way to stop you from constantly swapping. Which I think works, I mean. No, that's a great way I to mean, implement it. Otherwise, you would you know, start yeah. a fight, hit blood less, you know, dismiss your pet, <laughs> and then there you are. Yeah, you can still do that. It's just there's a little penalty for doing that. Well, and there are other changes uh, they're looking at for, for marksmanship, too. They said aim shots, charge recovery time will re be reduced by haste in a future build. Um, so that's, that's, that's a good change because right now haste is of questionable value for marksmanship. So that's a, that's a really nice change. Uh, rapid fire's visual effects are not final, and <clears throat> they said rapid fire will then will also be changed to bounce to one additional target when trick shots is active in a future build. Yep. So right now, when the trick shot is active, rapid fire only bounces to one additional target. So this will make make it bounce to two additional targets total, which makes sense because in order to trigger trick shots, you have to multi shot three targets. And then it was only hitting two targets with your trick shot rapid fires, which was kind of weird. So now they just uh, made it hit three targets, which makes more sense. And then sniper training, which is the, I guess they get from the mastery ability is, will be changed to affect all of your shots instead of only focus spending shots in a future build. So things like rapid fire are not left behind as gear progresses. So again, that's something that's a pretty good change too. Yeah, except for the fact that Marksmanship Masteries is basically versatility now. Or versatility plus extra shot range. 
because before it just it increased damage of focus costing shots right now it just increases all the shot damage which is versatility oh <laughs> yeah but um wasn't there a uh design change um in terms of secondary stats for uh for bfa did they say that your primary stat is going to always be the highest weighted now um versus where we had these um secondary stat tiers where sometimes our primary stat actually was below the um secondary stat tier Is yeah that um yeah that's what they're aiming for um i think it'll probably start out that way where agility will be the top stat mm -hmm. um but as time goes on just like in legion i wouldn't be surprised if secondary started crawling up again you know all right and it's also worth noting that there's some armor pieces that they don't even have secondary stats on them they're just agility and stamina well as long as they don't make another cano crystal and that we have to farm for a <laughs> for a titan forge oh i switch to get rid of stat sticks altogether yeah please <laughs> Yeah, I was watching the stream when Roger finally got his from the vendor and he was he just lost it. it. Took him so long to get it. It was like worthless at that point because they'd done recursion already, I think. Yeah, I know that feel like I lost count of how many things I bought before I finally got mine. And then when I got it, it was just kinda like Oh I, Oh gee, thanks. I guess I can play the game now or <laughs> that's what kind of Kill me with marksman, like I'm like, come on, man. Your boots, your your legendary yeah. boots. <laughs> oh my man, it was it's awful having to having to depend on one piece of gear to compete with the rest of your raid. Like that sucks. I don't know who thought that would be a great idea, but whoever did that, you suck. <laughs> yeah, on a random timer. I think that's the main thing. Because back in the day, we had that, but that was with um, you know, like our our weapon dropping from the last boss. Yeah, but, yeah but that was like a real, those are like real, you know, okay, it's okay, it's okay, you don't have the best weapon, but like it's so critical now to find a solid raid team with the uh, size only being 20 people, so if you and another hunter are equally geared, but the other hunter has the two best legendaries, guess who's going, you know, they have to make choices like that. I don't think it was as strenuous before, though. Yeah, you're right. It's... Yeah, Titan forging and uh, the legendary system together, I think, was a little too much. Um, yeah, separately, they're awesome, but mm -hmm. it's just way too much RNG. And and it made like the uh, mythic progression a little bit weird too, because I think um, just looking back, uh, you know, some of the raid guilds that had more le uh, legendaries or more legendaries to choose from. Uh, tended to do better on the mythic progressions. So everyone was just farming legendaries on all of their alts. <laughs> that just sounded like a miserable time. Yeah, I don't know what's going to be the new thing for BFA, if that'll be getting the right Azerite pieces or what, but that's probably a little easier to target anyway. Sure, yeah, you 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 get RNG in that it drops. You don't have uh, the additional RNG in in where it drops and and uh and whether or not it titan forges so yeah no i definitely agree that uh they probably know about the problem and hopefully they've uh addressed it yeah well speaking of rng too that's something else they're, they're looking at for marksmanship as well and they are they, they noted that there's a lot of talents with randomness in them so they said some things will probably change to be less random in general, and they said others will have some adjustments made to how they proc to prevent the really bad luck streaks from being a thing. But obviously it's all very vague, so I'm not sure which talents they're, they're looking at here, but I guess they're hoping to address RNG with some of the marksmanship talents in an in upcoming build here. Which I don't know, it seems to me that marksmanship is, I feel like that one's gotten the most work this time around, I don't know how much it's truly changed, but it seems like that's sort of gotten the most focus and attention, more so than beast mastery and and then survival. I guess has been looked at a little bit too. Certainly in the beginning, it was. Yeah, survival got quite a work over too. Just uh, 
it hasn't seen many changes like you know recently i think they have it in a pretty solid place though beast mastery the best way to sum it up is if you play the dire frenzy build in legion you're you'll transition pretty easily yeah i think Marks. No. I might even break down and attempt to try survival when BFA comes out. Like, I don't know. I'm just so, it gives me freaking anxiety. No, I, I get that mindset. Like we, we made hunters because we wanted to play a range class and then they give give us a melee class to play. So, or a melee spec. That's my, my uh, mindset anyway. Uh, I'm sure I'll, mess with it again at some point but yeah i may give it a look at the very least i should probably go and get the the legendary before uh this expansion Wait, you haven't gotten the legendary yet <laughs> no i haven't got my list survival <laughs> legendary no okay I, I have them all for the simple fact that i couldn't get any more on my other specs so they start sending you the other ones Oh, he's talking about the. He doesn't have the survival artifact weapon at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm sorry, not oh. the legendary. I mean the artifact weapon. Excuse me. Yes, the artifact weapon. I don't have. <laughs> yeah, you might want to. Okay, get that's that. a whole new level of lazy. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I take exactly. my I take my sorry feeling back. <laughs> I go to the lodge like every day, and I see that bright, you know, that dark orange exclamation point just sitting oh, there. Oh yeah, I that bothers me. Walk right by it every time it doesn't even bother me <laughs> oh geez yeah no i i couldn't help but get rid of that exclamation point if it helps you can do the quest to get that weapon as bm <laughs> oh you can i didn't think about that i figured they'd force you to do it as survival <laughs> but i mean so i think i have to get it so you can get the uh the class mounts the uh the other colors yeah the other yeah i've got the yeah so i've got the marksmanship one and of course the beast mastery one but i don't yeah so that's the other reason to do it too is to get the survival mount and maybe who knows maybe i'll enjoy it a little bit as, <laughs> as you say you just do a couple world quests and boom your artifact weapon is filled out practically <laughs> at least all the important stuff yeah and you probably i mean if yeah if you haven't played it to, up to this point i would honestly just wait until uh until the pre-patch because it's completely different mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to play it just you know <laughs> get the weapon maybe put one artifact thing into it so that it gets up to 54 because <laughs> i, I and think put some relics in it too because uh <laughs> yeah i have to put some relics in it yeah i think um veiled argonites are uh, uh you, you're probably like you know uh, you know it's really awkward i won't put any at in my survival weapon but i have several relics in my bag for it <laughs> they're like 950 plus that i'm just waiting i was like well maybe i'll need them <laughs> i'm not gonna ever use it yeah my survival weapon is almost as high as my bm weapon in eye level wow but yeah so because when the pre-patch comes out like your traits aren't going to matter they'll be gone but the eye level of the weapon will matter because that'll be your weapon yeah i wonder how quickly that'll be replaced i mean oh it'll be replaced pretty quickly in bfa but for the pre-patch you'll need the weapon right for the pre-patch yeah you'll want that for for that kind of stuff but i just imagine as you're leveling and get to is it 120 yeah it just seems so the leveling right now is so it seems like vestigial like it's just it's we're just going it. through the going through the motions for there's nothing to there's no reward or there's no like awesome new ability you're gonna unlock or some new feature for your class or it's just okay i'll just uh spend 15 hours or whatever leveling up so i can start doing the content yeah, I mean that's right. It's just it's just an excuse to sort of get through some of the story, go through some of the the, you know, just quest, and then like you said, you know, you've got your whole gear reset after that, and you start doing your dungeons and getting ready for, for doing the raids, and you know, you'll, then you'll be, yeah, it's always weird. I mean, I mean, I understood it initially in the earlier expansions, but now it just feels like it's uh, doing a lot of work to get back to where you are right now. Well, in the earlier expansions, it was like you couldn't wait. It's like, all right, when I hit level cap, I'm going to get stampede. This is awesome. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
right? I mean, we got, as you said, we got new abilities and things to look forward to, just like we were leveling from the, from the get-go, but that's just not the case anymore. Even Warlords of Trainer had those perks you unlocked every two levels. I'm honestly really surprised they didn't add a level 120 talent role. Yeah, actually, that was that was a thought that crossed my mind too. Yeah, but it seems kind of odd. Uh, you know, one more talent to balance isn't really that. I mean, I guess shouldn't understate the complexity of adding a talent row for every single spec, but still. No, I think I don't know. I mean, even if it was just really cool utility, like, like what if they took like our best utility legendaries and made them a row of talents, like. They don't have to be DPS talents. Just mm-hmm. something new to look forward to, you know? Yeah, or even, like, just put the artifact ability in the one that, you know, we gave up. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a button to push. I mean, it could be something passive, too. Yeah. Yeah, well. All right, well, just over an hour here, and amazingly enough, I think we started on time, so... Unless we get any, and we kind of covered all the news we had for for today. We just need to track down Delirium for next time and figure out when we want to do another show. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll probably get another one in before the pre-patch. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, I think that would be good. And maybe we can just kind of do a sort of a broad look at uh, yeah, like some of the key key changes that are happening for the for the pre-patch and kind of kind of do one of those types of shows where we say you know what kind of talent you might want to just sort of take a look at at least marksmanship and beast mastery, maybe do a half-hearted attempt at uh, survival. <laughs> Which that we, acknowledge, even... we acknowledge its existence. Yeah, just Sorry, like it's not even getting half my heart. Not even half. <laughs> but uh, at the very least, um, the PTR should be out by then and we'll know what the uh, launch event is. Well, Yeah, guess... true. All right. Well, on that note, you have been listening to episode 271 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. I'm Foxy from Warcraft Hunters Union and at Miss Mo Logan on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. And we'll have these links available in the show notes. And if you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or you can just send us a tweet to at huntingpartypod. Stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew locker. Keep your eyes on the beast. BlizzCon is coming. <laughs> so is BFA. Lifestealer, that's just the cost of being awesome sauce. I'm a payer.
Oh, my God. 